Hey, everybody. Welcome to Friday. It is Friday, January 13th. Hope uh, you had a great week and looking forward to the weekend. Today is the day. Today is the day that earnings really start to roll in. We've got the financials coming in today. We'll talk about that and more when Dave joins us here in just a few moments. Before we do that, though, let's not forget the first thing we talk about the show. Where's your risk? Do you know what it is? You need to give us a call, 863-382-0037. Let's walk through our core retirement design. Hey, Dave's coming up next. We'll talk about the financials. Highlands Light FM, that's calling. I'm Morning Dave. It's 8.40 now, 20 before 9. We've had a couple of relatively quiet days news-wise on Wall Street this week. Not a lot of quietude as far as the market activity is concerned. We all make up, all make up the difference today because earnings season starts in earnest. Let's head downtown, see what Philip Statler from Statler Financial, Ser- Financial Services is thinking this morning. Philip, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Dave. How you doing? Well, it is Friday, and uh, you know we're, it's hard to believe, Dave. We are halfway through the first first month of 2023. Oh, you had to remind me of that, didn't you? <laughs> Time flies. Was, Time flies. I, I, Absolutely. Yesterday wasn't half bad. Dow was up 217 points. NASDAQ was up by 69. And the Standard & Poor's was up by 13 and a half. And then we got to the uh, macro information this morning, even before the actual stock issues reporting come up. And uh, all of these bits of good news, inflation leveling off, starting to get a little bit better. Maybe we can look at 3% as being a compromise number and have the Fed settle for that on inflation. Maybe we'll do a quarter of a percent yada, yada, yada. And then we get the import price index in this morning. The expected import prices to uh, drop by nine-tenths of a percent. And we ended up going up by four-tenths of a percent. The same doggone thing happened to the core. Uh, Just what we needed, a chink in the armor for the inflation war, right? Yeah, it really wasn't what we needed, Dave. You know, I, I was looking at the numbers thinking, okay, if it can hit expectations, then that's really a good thing heading in the right direction. But, uh, Man, that was the exact opposite of what anybody seemed to expect. And so um, I'm sure that's what's putting some pressure on our futures this morning. And they're not looking very pretty early on. And I've got the delayed quotes, so you're probably going to have even more interesting numbers. This We're kind of into that mode where do what you say you're going to do is kind of the mantra out there. I mean, you don't want to overachieve inflation or they get scared about a recession. You don't want to overachieve a price decrease or you're going to also give them fears. But at the same time, when it goes completely the opposite direction, that makes us all worried that inflation is going to rear its ugly head and stay with us and the Fed's going to be tempted to really kick us where it hurts with an infl- with an interest rate increase next month. Oh, that's right. And so, you know, we were hopeful. We were hopeful that the numbers would indicate that we could get a little bit of a reprieve on the increase in interest rates. But, you know, it's such a mixed bag that I, I think they're going to sit down there and start flipping coins. Uh, I've got to believe about the same darn thing. Other tidbits out this morning that do give us some indication of a uh, softening employment market. Carvana, we've talked about them a lot. They've been in some real trouble of lately. They announced big staff cuts overnight last night. Lending Club, one of the uh, big uh, clearance houses for mortgages and other lending uh, lending activity, announced they were cutting 14% of their staff. That does tend to indicate that things are looking a little bit more quiet in the mortgage market, doesn't it? It really does. And, 
it's actually, you know, let's face it, it's really expected. And it's probably a little later than what some people expected, given the slowdown we saw in 2022. But you, you got to realize that there's less and less folks that that are going to be applying for mortgages. The, the refi market has pretty much got to be closed down unless you're just desperate for uh, for some money. Uh, so, so that whole industry has got to be slowing down, Dave. Yeah, I was going to say refining right now. Most of us have gotten at the very least in the three, four percent range as far as mortgages. So, pulling equity out of the home and refinancing at six and a half, six and three quarters, seven percent just does not look inviting at all. Other stuff going on before we get to the actual earnings, and this was more the brighter, the funny side than anything else. Tim Cook has agreed to a massive pay cut at Apple. He made a hundred million dollars last year. He thinks that's way too much and wants a pay cut. Before we went on the air, I said he must have seen what Joe Biden wants to do to his income taxes, right? Exactly. Yeah. Hey, but did he say how big of a, a, a pay cut he was wanting to take? I uh, don't have that number. Let's see. I saw the headlines having enough fun with the headline. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. While I do that, uh, we've got a whole pile of earnings to kick off earnings season and probably are leading the bunch because a whole lot of financials there, but we have one outlier industry and it's kind of a bellwether. Delta Airlines had kind of a, a mixed bag. I gather they did well, but they're kind of seeing a crummy 23 ahead, huh? Well, they are. They they came out, they reported their fourth quarter, their profit and revenue uh, beat expectations, you know, which means the fourth quarter last year, we were all traveling. Let's face it. You know, you remember Christmas time and all the delays and the cancellations because of weather. Um, and so they had a good fourth quarter. They, they beat by almost uh, about 15 cents a share. They came in at $1.48. Um, but they look at some headwinds coming up in 2023 and uh, their uh, current forecast for the current quarter and the current year is not quite what uh, analysts had expected. So they're actually trading down this morning uh, over 5%, like five, a little over five and a quarter percent right now, Dave. And so that's uh, not good news. No, that's that's and that's a big drop. That certainly indicates that this earnings season guidance is going to count even more than it normally does, and it's always heavy otherwise. By the way, I looked it up. Tim Cook has agreed to a forty-nine million dollar compensation package for this year instead of the hundred million he got last year. I guess the poor boy is going to have to eat it in and out burgers a little oh, bit more. I tell you, man, I, that's, it's, that's a, a, it's a tough life. <laughs> on to stuff that really matters. we got a whole bunch of banks reporting, and uh, if you like Delta, you're going to love the banking industry because they're saying almost the same thing, aren't they? Yeah, most of them really are. Let's start out with the big name, J.P. Morgan. Um, and, and they did beat on fourth uh, fourth quarter earnings and revenue. Um, but there, I like his quote here, Jamie Dimon. He's always good for a quote. Um, said that uh, a mild recession is now, quote, central case. I'm not sure what central case really means, but uh, – but I guess that's the common thinking in that uh, that industry now. So they are actually trading down today about 2.6%. Um, J.P. Morgan, uh, Jamie Dimon also said, you know, we've got a lot of unknown headwinds coming our way uh, in the current year. So uh, a couple of quotes from him and, and gives you kind of some indication of, of what that industry is thinking that this year is going to deliver to them. 
I'm actually kind of thinking that somebody with the smarts and with the research base that Diamond does saying it's going to be a mild recession, I'm considering that backhanded good news. I mean, you know, the fear that we've all had is that the Fed will overachieve on its interest rates and send us into another Volcker recession like we had in the Reagan years, and nobody wants to see that. I'm actually taking that as good news. Yeah, yeah. if, if he's on target, that's definitely good news um, from, from that standpoint, because let's, let's face it, a, a light or small recession would be better than a, than a heavy-handed one that we all are kind of anticipating. Uh, the other one that were reported was, uh, well, all the banks pretty much did, but Citigroup reported. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, they reported a 21% decline in their fourth quarter profit. Um, yeah. So they, they uh, not, not, not really good for them. They, they still made money, but, uh, but not nearly as fast and as furious as they were. And so they're actually trading. They're, they're one of the few. I don't know why. Uh, I, I didn't see it anywhere in their numbers, but they're actually trading in the green this morning, about three quarters of a percent. Well, I wonder if that big decrease is an increase in credit card bad debt allowances. It could, it could be. I Obviously, you know, it takes a little while to you know, go through all the report and figure that sure. stuff out. But it, um, would take the, it, would t- it would explain the green ink on it, even though it wasn't a great report. Exactly. It really would. And the other one we have is uh, Wells Fargo. Obviously, uh, they've been in the news lately with their uh, issue having to settle some lawsuits and some regulatory issues. Um, they're seeing shrinking profits uh, down, and, and so they're trading down about 4.3% this morning. And that's kind of been the theme in all of the banking industries. The other one that I've got on my tip sheet is uh, Bank of America. Bank mm-hmm. of America, they beat on earnings, beat on profits. Um, they, they came in at 85 cents a share versus 77 cents that was expected. Uh, but but again, you know, interest income fell slightly below expectations. They're having other headwinds and just the whole industry as a whole. They're trading down 2.8% this morning. Um, well, so, ooh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we built up the financials as being such a bellwether industry as an expectation as to what the rest of the earnings season might look with. Suddenly, I'm glad I'm leaving town next week. Yeah, <laughs> maybe some <laughs> of the other things will come out. Uh, some of the other names, I don't have details, but just uh, kind of a high point. We, we talked about BlackRock. BlackRock, BlackRock reported, um, you know, they beat by about 94 cents a share, came in at like $8.93 a share. Um we had First Republic Bank, a regional bank. They beat on uh, on earnings. They had, uh, let's see, I think there's one more bank in here that I don't have on my tip sheet. Bank of New York, mm-hmm. they beat on, uh, on expectations too. So w- w- most of them beat, but they all gave that headwind um, story for the rest of 2023. And the uh, result is that I don't see a single financial on my big winner list this morning it's a mixed bag with no trend whatsoever resetting the table it was an up day yesterday on wall street in the case of a couple of the indexes pretty doggone good in fact 45 minutes before we opened this morning was some uh, interesting macro news and some not so good news from the earnings front what are we looking at 45 minutes before trading begins Dave, I see a lot, a lot, a lot of red ink out there on my board. Uh, we got the Dow down about three quarters of a percent. The S&P 500 down nine tenths of a percent. The NASDAQ 100 down one percent. So along with the Russell 2000 down about seven tenths of a percent. So 
all of the stock indexes are heading in the red. We've got silver and gold kind of a mixed bag this morning. Silver's been pretty volatile here lately, uh, down 1% uh, below $24 at $23.76 an ounce. Gold actually managed to push up over 1900 to 1902 an ounce. That's up about two-tenths of a percent. Crude oil, Dave, continuing to head the wrong direction, up four-tenths of a percent to $78.70 a barrel. And I think that's about where it was yesterday morning. That was my reaction. I was going to say that looks like daytime wobbles because that was about where it was yesterday. Overseas markets mixed bag on the Asian rim. The mainland China and Hong Kong markets, on the other hand, were up considerably. Europe is mixed this morning looking at our futures and looking at our early reports. They've got a little bit of up in England, a little bit of down in Germany, and it looks like they're trending toward the red ink side. Keeping tabs of what's uh, happening with my retirement account? I don't need to because i got a plan. How do other people get a hold of you to find that plan for a retirement you can count on. You know, Dave, we've got a great opportunity for folks right now. We are getting ready to do some workshops. They can go to our website, statlerfinancial.com. There's a tab there where they can actually register. This is good for folks that are five years out from retirement and got an IRA, something like that, $150,000, $200,000 that they need to figure out income planning, tax planning, and risk management. Uh, go to our website. You can register there. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730, 95.3 FM. And you'll be back on Monday morning with an update as to what's going on and what's likely to affect your money on Monday. Philip, thank you so much. You have a good weekend, all right? All right, buddy. You too. Take care. Be well, my friend. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks, uh, have a great weekend. I hope you'll join me back here next week, Monday morning, same time, same place. Until then, have a great weekend. Bye now.